to talk about what just happened. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Played back around behind the net for Kerfoot. Kerfoot tries to center, knocked away by Smith. Kept alive, back of the net there by Spezza. Spezza centers, it'll come back to the blue line. Hall with a shot in for Spezza, centering pass, rebound, scores! Coming off the wing, and the Maple Leafs open the scoring with Jimmy VC coming in late. My goodness, busting out the brooms. You can't stop Jimmy Vc. You can only hope to contain him. And the Oilers couldn't do so on Wednesday night. A 6-1 win for the Maple Leafs. Vc, two goals, breaking a massive slump. And it's time to break it all down. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590. The fan, Nick Alberga, and soon to be joined alongside Gord Stellick at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stellick on Twitter. Sam McKee and Danielle Furtado along for the ride as well. Uh, momentarily, we'll be joined by Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca. Absolutely stunned in Edmonton right now. Here in Toronto, can only sit back and relax and enjoy this ride. It, it just really, really is tremendous. This start, this Maple Leafs team is on, folks. 18-4-2 uh, and two now. They complete the sweep of the Edmonton Oilers, outscoring them 13-1. to one. Who would have thought Jimmy VC would outscore both Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisettle in this three-game set? But that's exactly what happened. VC had two goals and one assist. The season record now against Edmonton, dominant as well. 5-1-1 in that stretch. In fact, I put out this tweet. The Maple Leafs haven't lost a game on the road in regulation since that game. The second game of the season against the Ottawa Senators where the Maple Leafs did not have a good effort. Lost 5-3 in that one as I am happy now uh, to bring in Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca. Luke, I'm running out of superlatives to uh, describe the way this team is playing right now. Simply put, uh, they're so locked in, and I think the most promising story of this three-game set, they stayed out of the penalty box, just four minors in this series. Yeah, incredible. Um, you know, not letting that that very talented Oilers power play get going. Um, so many positives to take from this if you're a member of the Maple Leafs or, or a fan of the team. I mean, going into a three-game set on the road in Edmonton when they were on fire coming into this series and saying – the Maple Leafs are going to win this series by uh, an aggregate score of 13 to one. You're going to get two shutouts. Um, you won't have Austin Matthews and Freddie Anderson for a couple of those games. And P.S. Connor McDavid isn't going to register a single point. A lot of people wouldn't believe you. Um, you know, the offense was there from all four lines. Uh, the power play for the Leafs clicked um, in every game. And then you get stellar defensive play in front of three different goalies. Um, you know, the, there's no disputing that this is the best team in the North. And uh, I think they're right there with Tampa in terms of best in the league right now. It really is remarkable. And I think that's been the biggest story for me. I knew this team could score goals, but from a defensive standpoint, and again, Luke, as you know this, it's tough to quantify, especially in this season, in this all-Canadian North division but you can't look past, you know, the facts and the stats. Like this team is is supremely locked in defensively. You know, the the ability to shut out McDavid and Drysaddle essentially the way they did in this series and throughout this season, missing you know a lot of key players is is outstanding. And I don't think Sheldon keeps uh, getting enough credit for this as well. Well, Sheldon, uh, you know, yeah. if if you're taking votes for Jack Adams, I think he's right there at the, as we near the midway point. Believe it or not, and I think Kyle. 
I mean, you, you mm-hmm. have to give credit where credit's due. I mean, T.J. Brody, uh, he has just oh. helped transform yeah. this defense. Uh, good sticks uh, every one of these three games, and basically all season. Maybe that you could point to one or two games all year where he looked, there was a, some plays where he looked a little off, but his positioning is sound. Uh, he's just poised and just quietly doing the right things to turn the puck and get it, get it getting it going the other way. Uh, excuse me, and, you know, Zach Bogosian, uh, Joe Thornton has been excellent, you know, just little things like providing that net front presence that was kind of missing um, from the team, especially on the power play. Uh, And then, I don't know, a lot of of positive stories from this series. Another one that that we haven't touched on is that the emergence of the third line, the ham line, the zip line, uh, there's a lot of nicknames for, for a line that's only been together for three games. But Zach Hyman has been a beast, um, and this guy deserves a ton of credit. Mikheyev out hustling McDavid for a puck tonight, like just uh, an all-round effort. I, I think that's what really, really showed tonight. Even Jimmy Vesey has been uh, kind of in a slump getting the first couple goals. Just a lot of positive stories for Toronto. Chatting with Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca, happy to bring in now the one and only professional broadcaster extraordinaire, Gord Stelic. Go ahead, Gordo. Luke, I. Um... Yeah, I may, I may have missed what you talked about earlier, so I apologize if I did. I, I, uh, I'm getting a lot of texts tonight from friends. It's kind, there's kind of a surrealness right now, right? I, and I know they, they're not going to play Boston and Tampa Bay. I understand it's kind of like the old Norse division was way back when. But Edmonton was 11-2-0 going into this. It's not like they were what the Vancouver Canucks now or whatever. I mean, I, I don't remember in our lifetimes, and I'm older than you guys, on the road, or in general, three more impressive games in a row in a regular season. It's it's been phenomenal, and it's just the manner in which they've won. They've seized control early. Like I think the last two games, Edmonton came out with a push right out of the gates, like they had something to prove. But it didn't take long for Toronto to suck the momentum away from them, and they score first and score often and kind of just take control. And unlike Leaf teams in the past, when they have the lead, you're not worried that they're going to give it away. They're locking it up. They're, they're doing the smart things defensively. Uh, and, and I find that, that really impressive. The fact that the, just because they're up by two, it doesn't mean they're trying to go up by, by four more, right? That they're, they're content to win that way. And then when the other team makes mistakes or gets frustrated and takes more penalties, then they seize when the opportunity is there for that. Um, just disciplined, smart, and, uh, you know, I, I think they took Edmonton out of this mentally. Like, like we saw moments of frustration from McDavid and Dreisaitl in this, and it's kind of like, you know, that they, they just won them over uh, with their with their skill and, and discipline on the ice, and then they won the mental game. Like, uh, halfway through these last two games, it felt like, no, there, there's no pushback coming from the Oilers. They absolutely buried them. There's no doubt about that. A 6-1 win here in Edmonton to sweep away the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, Austin Matthews, Luke, as you know, makes his return to this lineup and, uh, again, just shows you the volume of scoring for this team lately. Minus one, seven shots on goal, played 18-43. But uh, early on, you could tell, I think the wrist is feeling much better. Maybe he did the old Charlie Conway in the uh, intermission uh, before the game. Ha. Yeah, um, you know, it, you know, game high seven shots. He, he rang a post early there, you know. But I think it's kind of almost better 
if you're a fan of the team, to see how this series played out with Austin Matthews not getting a single point, not playing for two games. Um, because guys like Hyman and, and, and BC and Spezza with three assists tonight and, and three nice assists, uh, it was just a well-rounded team effort. Um, and, and I think the team really flexes depth and showed that, yes, Austin Matthews may still be uh, the number one center and, and the biggest star on this team, but he has a lot of support behind him. You know, I, I know we touched on Jimmy VC earlier, but it was as much – like the play by Chase on the end of last game, and I, I kind of saw it, and then when I saw the referee making an issue of it, and, and you know, really, it's good he did. It's really at the 20-minute mark, and Chase on's not that kind of player normally, but I think Luke and Nick, you know, Nassim Kadri, you love what he did in some ways in the playoffs, but it was absurd what he did. And there was a perception because of what he had to do that the Leafs were getting run out of the rink by the Boston Bruins. Not the one hit on Mitch Marner, for example, that he jumped in on, Mitch can handle himself. And I think we saw that. We thought, okay, oh, my goodness, this game could be ugly tonight, which it wasn't. They, they really aren't as much. I mean, let's face it, Edmonton needs McDavid and, and, and Dreisaitl scoring if they're going to win. But whatever that, even Bogosian's added to that. Simmons, we saw early on. Whatever question may be, do the Leafs have that? Can they, even in 2021 style, being run out of the rink or not or have the physicality? Uh, that's another question that's been answered. Yeah, I think in general the team has a little bit more swagger um, and you know willingness to stick up for one another, and it doesn't mean they're going to fight. And let's be honest, this division it, it, there's not a bunch of heavyweights running around. There's not a lot. It doesn't get that dirty in the North Division. Like let, let's be frank here. But yep. I have seen more pushback, um, even if even if it was like Justin Hall immediately grabbing Tyler Ennis when he clipped Jack Campbell's head the other night, right? Little things like that. And, you know, it's not like he's dropping the gloves and, and filling Ennis's face in. But past Leaf teams, you know, earlier editions of this same core, we'd see them kind of just shrug their shoulders and not do anything. Um, and I, I think I think there's a, a greater sense of camaraderie and a greater sense of leadership that, that part of it is, is Simmons and Thornton and those guys. And part of it, I think, comes from winning um, and a feeling of let's we have a good thing here, guys. Like I think they realize that there's something different happening this season. So let's bond together, and and all that ha- all that you know happens a little smoother when the scoreboard is what it is, and and they keep rolling. And you want to stick up for the the other guy because you kind of all sense that this is headed in a positive direction. You know what? Little things like yesterday at practice. You know, I'm not in Edmonton, but but I saw the footage of Travis Dermott trying to get fighting tips from Zach Bogosian because they kind of know that there will be moments where they they need to stick up for one another. Yeah, no doubt about it. Something special is brewing here in this market with this Maple Leafs hockey team. I know earlier I said Charlie Conway. I meant uh, Adam Banks with the whole wrist situation. I think uh, Austin Matthews looked much, much better and much uh, healthier, I would say, with the wrist and his shot in this game, which is very encouraging news. The, the Maple Leafs now move on to Vancouver. And Luke, we appreciate your time tonight. All right. Have a good night, guys. You as well. That's Luke Fox of Sportsnet.ca. Gord, there's just so much to talk about, uh, you know, out of this series, out of this game. Um, you know, where do you want to start? Well, it's it's kind of like a gush fest. I think it's like kind of like mm-hmm. puppy love when you meet somebody and you know you can't you can't stop talking and gushing and there's nothing wrong and life is perfect and uh, it's um, and that's really about the last three games. I mean, I, I mentioned 
the the physical component about there have been questions about that that uh, I really didn't have the same questions like a lot of people did but uh, you know that I think is not a question anymore Jimmy Vesey was the one guy that needed to get going and he got going and but you know more and more and more I worry about Edmonton in a playoff I worry about Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl especially if their goaltender gets hot in a playoff against any team and the Toronto Maple Leafs three games in a row in Edmonton you showed what you can do, like a, like a like a surge. They were like surgeons, like a surgeon performance. What they did in defending it and just not stuff that was flashy and that, but basically did allowed or did not allow McDavid and Drysaddle to be flashy. That was the most impressive. Absolutely, they flexed their muscles. And I said off the top, I know you you weren't with us at that point, but who would who would have picked Jimmy VC to have more points than Leon Drysaddle and Connor McDavid combined in this three game set, Gord? <laughs> Well, and and what a quirky thing, you know. We're getting yeah. greedy, like we're getting ridiculous greedy. I, I I am I'm I was saying that to you and Luke about I'm getting mm-hmm. texts from longtime Leaf fans, kind of going, is is this for real? Like, are we, you know, like like I feel like the Chicago Blackhawks when they won cups, or the Penguins, or the Capitals, or you know whatever team happened to be on top at a particular time. But you know, th- they could have won three games in Edmonton three shutouts with three different goaltenders. I mean, that's, that's bizarro world. And I mean, all they did was give up one goal that way. So uh, I, you know, you're, you're, you're the guy, you're, you're the guy good on the betting and the prop bets because you've, you've got good insight that way. But uh, if you, whatever odds you could have got that this would have been the result in three games in Edmonton, I think you'd be telling me adios and you'd be going to an Island somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, dealing with the two week quarantine, of course, on my way back. But, you know, I, I'm no, happy no, you, you brought you up would, that. You would go there for very personal reasons. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that that put me exempt from the 14 day yeah. quarantine. I just wonder how Alex Stalock feels right now. But I want to circle back to a point you made there because I do think to an extent this market in general, whether it be any sport, is insecure. There, there's no other way to say it. And I think, you know, automatically you win this many games, you're 18, 4, and 2 in the first 23 games. You're looking over your shoulder saying, why is this happening, right? You're questioning this team as opposed to just embracing it, right? And that's why I said off the top, I think we should just enjoy this run and believe in what this team is doing right now. Because, Gord, I can't remember a time, you know, building off your point with Luke, uh, where the Maple Leafs have been this locked in, uh, not only offensively, but structure-wise, defensively. Like, I think TJ Brody's been outstanding so far this season. Yeah, and Nick, I, I've been as guilty as anyone, and you know, you've done it for a lot of years. I've done this show for a lot of years that I mm-hmm. keep referring to game number eighty-seven or game number eighty-three. <laughs> other years, you know, way back when when I worked for the Leafs, and some people remember, but I mean, it was not a very good team. But a couple of years, we had upsets in the Norse Division playoffs, and that made your yeah. summer like you had mm-hmm. crappy regular season. So you lived off the playoff upset. When you're a favorite, um, you can only do kind of what Tampa Bay did two years ago uh, would be the worst case scenario. So we got we, we got to forget about that, including me. You got to just say, hey, that'll happen. We understand that. If they get eliminated in the first round, that'll put the season in a very different context. What the hell else can they do right now? Okay, they're doing everything. Like, you know, never mind just these last three games, but in general, as far as a regular season goes, I can remember uh, it back in, in – uh, in 90, 93, 94, they started with 10 consecutive wins, which is still tied for the best start from the start of a season. Okay, but uh, then they kind of cooled down after that. I, I do not remember a Leaf team. And, and you go back, the Stanley Cup teams weren't either. They only came first to one of those four years when they won way, way, way back when. 
but playing this well as we hit the 30-game mark, whatever, whether it's an 82-game season or 56-game season, there's been this consistency, there's been this excellence, there's been this depth, there's been just so many positive things. Absolute domination, 38 points. Again, that's Sports Stelic. I'm Nick Alberga here in Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590. The fan, a 6-1 win against the Edmonton Oilers, uh, sweeping them away in a three-game set out in Edmonton, outscoring them 13-1. Toronto has won four games in a row. Gore, did you realize Toronto hasn't lost a game in regulation on the road since the second game against the Ottawa Senators at 5-3 loss? They're on a 10-game road point streak, 9-0-1 in that stretch. Nick, I think in COVID world, we really don't realize anything anymore. Everything's just <laughs> true so, as far as nailing down dates of that. Yeah. So if you pin me on that, if that was the final Jeopardy question, I probably would have wagered not a ton. But yeah. when you say it, yeah, now I remember it. Like it, and, and also home and away, it still feels weird because normally we would know because we would be at home for games with you know, whatever numbers, 18,000 fans that are there at Scotiabank Arena. But yeah, it's uh, it's. Like I said, it's been phenomenal. There still is a difference to be, to playing on the road, uh, not not as not as prevalent as when there's fans in the stands. But it, it just doesn't matter. Like like they they're going out, and there's been a and there'll be more hiccups. That's part of a regular season, and you actually want them. And I kind of said that, you know, last week we're to, or we said this just about you know a little bit of adversity is not a you need that. You need some hiccups along the way. If everything is so smooth, then when something goes a little bit south on you, and know, if it's the playoffs is the first time in that season that it does then you have bigger problems. And quite frankly, I have no problem gushing uh, over this team, especially, you know, working with you the last couple of years has been a lot of ups and certainly a lot of downs for this organization. And you have to give credit where it's due. Everybody's pulling their weight right now. Uh, the quick strike offense. We saw that again here in the second period with the VC Tavares and Mikheyev and Gord. We've talked about it a lot over the last week, but I think they're onto something with this hemline. I thought they were really, really effective again tonight. And again, I think it just draws and adds to the rumor that the Maple Leafs are looking for a top six winger to maybe play with Tavares and Nylander to keep Hyman on that third line. Granted, everybody stays healthy, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And again, to your point, it's not a slight. It's a compliment that Zach Hyman mm-hmm. brings that much difference to the third line. Plus the H fits in with the word hem. So that's, what's good about it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, five shots on goal. He had two points tonight, and and uh, boy, in the in in the playoffs, and particularly Sheldon Keith knows that, and that's one reason he's looking at this. He, he basically played with a one line team, two lines, but at times one line against Columbus, and that can't happen again. It shouldn't happen again. It shouldn't happen again with the guys he has. So figure out the best way to distribute them, to deploy them. I think I think last year if he had a bit of a do over, you know, you had that mini training camp and whatever, and and just. You know, you had Mitch Marner acknowledging he wasn't he wasn't really ready for one game, and I, I don't criticize him for that. I, I I like his honesty, and I think that's something they have to learn and grow from this year, and they will when they get in the playoffs. You're right. And bottom line, we're just at game 24, so don't get too high, don't get too low. But it's uh, you know, there's reason to be happy about the way this Maple Leafs team ecstatic through the roof uh, with the way this Maple Leafs team is playing right now. They went at six one the final. They won four in a row. They move on now to take on the Vancouver Canucks tomorrow night. A game we'll have, of course, right here. On Sportsnet 590, the fan. It's Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic. We'll hit the break. Uh, still plenty more to come, including some Zoom calls, Sheldon Keefe, maybe some Austin Matthews, Jason Spezza as well, as we continue to uncover another dominating performance for the Leafs. They win at 6 1. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590, the fan. Don't worry, we'll turn the lights off when we leave, but we're not done yet. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590, the fan, and the Leafs Radio Network. Off on the wing, played up by Engvall for Hyman. 
Darting in on that side, puts the brakes on, centered backhand, scores! The soup is on! And it is four to nothing as Mikheyev backhands it home. And the third and fourth lines are murdering the Edmonton Oilers. Very well put right there by Joe Bowen. Uh, you love to see it. Soupy McKayev getting on the board. Highly documented the, uh, last week here or so on the broadcast. But the Leafs pumped the Oilers 6-1. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you on Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5-9 of the fan at the Golden Muzzy at Gord Stelic. And that's the most promising news, getting guys off the schneid. One of my favorite words, Gord. VC got two goals in this game, 2-1 and one in this series, and Ilya McKayev. Uh, he was overdue for sure. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it, I was when I say I was more pleased for Ilya Mikheyev because he had he'd been doing all the right things. He'd been a team guy, and as we mentioned, you kiddingly called him. Could he be the Michael Grebner? Glad to see that Jimmy VC flat out had really not played well. He has not played well. He's been maybe one of very few underwhelming Toronto Maple Leafs so far, and you know, obviously, it affects the guy's confidence in that. And you know, gr- great to see feeds from Jason Spetzer uh, to put those two goals in and one thing with uh, playing tomorrow night uh, all four lines and 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 the nature of the game the scope of the game I mean all four lines were pretty well rolled it wasn't like you know somebody mm-hmm. had 23 minutes everyone had was well into the double digit min, uh, minutes if you were a forward the best part about Wednesday were the amount of grumpy Leafs fans on social media wondering why wasn't Jimmy VC coming out and Barabanov was the guy who came out for Austin Matthews. And it, you always love a player to step up the way he did. You know, Nylander's another guy, but I thought VC was locked in. And uh, you, you like to see these type of stories because he really, really has been struggling to provide some offense for this team. Oh, boy. Like, you know, on social media, Leaf Nation, hey, <laughs> we are long-suffering fans. I am one of them. Okay, so I understand that. But uh, you, you talk about, you know, splitting hairs, if that is your complaint. You know, Nick, uh, I, I'm not trying to put you on the spot this way. I don't know. But the uh, the year that now Mike Babcock, Babcock's taking credit for tanking it to get Austin Matthews first overall, even though there was mm-hmm. a lottery. Uh, do you remember the only player to score 20 goals for the Leafs that year? Uh, well, His first name was two initials. Oh, P.A. Parento. Yeah, he got it the final weekend of the That's season. Right. I mean, I mean, can you, I mean, P.A. Parento was the leading goal scorer on that Sniper. dog awful team. <laughs> they were awful. That, you know, but but they they we were told they would be awful. Yeah. And as I mentioned, if you were a season ticket holder, you were told you had bought forty one expensive dinners that were going to stink that year, but you still had to go eat them or send somebody else for them. But mm-hmm. it would pay off down the road. And it absolutely did. So, I mean, that's where <laughs> the Leafs were then to now, you know, uh, you know, uh, debating which player should be the scratch over somebody else. I love it. Yeah, it's a it's it's a good conversation to have. It means you're you're being effective and you're winning a lot of hockey games. And certainly the Maple Leafs are doing so right now. A 6-1 win. Uh, let's hear now from uh, Jimmy VC. Two goals, his first multi-goal game since November 4th, 2018. Jimmy, to see your thoughts on contributing the two goals tonight. I know in the first one, we heard uh, quite the L from you there, but uh, uh, what are your thoughts uh, putting two in in such a big win? Yeah, I thought it was, first of all, I thought it was a really good road trip for our team. Uh, you know, Edmonton was red hot coming into it and chasing us in the standings. And, you know, to win three games like that so de- so decisively, uh, I think it's a real, real step uh, of growth for our team. And, um, you know, playing with Spez and Boydie this trip, uh, we were we were really focused on our defense to, uh, you know, we were getting a lot of matchups against 
McDavid and Dreisaitl. So to be able to, uh, you know, not give up any and and uh, contribute the first game and then tonight, I thought it was huge for our line. Next up, we'll go to Chris Johnson, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, Jimmy. You know, obviously, recently you're you're playing, you know, further down the lineup. But were you putting much pressure on yourself to to try to to contribute offensively here the last little stretch? Uh, I think it's it's obviously nice. Uh, you know, anytime you score a goal, you feel a little bit better. Uh, you know, puck seems to follow you around, and and you just have more confidence. But um, you know, I I think I can play up and down the lineup, and uh, you know, lately it's been further down, as you said, and. You know, I just want to help the team win and we got such a good group and so much talent, such a good group of guys. So, uh, you know, I just want to help the team win and, you know, I've been trying to play good defense overall as a team. I think we've defended hard and, uh, you know, I've been I've been working hard in that aspect. But as I said, just to uh, to, to chip in tonight in, in such a big game, I thought uh, it's a great feeling. Next up, we'll go to Lance Hornby, Toronto Sun. Go ahead, Lance. Jimmy, further to what you just said, uh, getting involved a little physical uh, last couple of games, be uh, you know motivated you a little bit. Certainly going back to the incident with Chase on at the end of the last game and seemed to carry uh, a bit tonight for you. Yeah, I think Sheldon's talked about uh, you know to uh, to our bottom six about playing a certain way and uh, you know forechecking hard and and you know making it hard on the opposition and uh, he wants us to play. You know, like a true third and fourth line. I think this road trip was, uh, you know, really good, especially for uh, for the line of Engvall, Mikheyev, and Hyman. I thought they were excellent. And, uh, you know, for our line, uh, in what minutes that, that we had, I thought we did a really good job. So uh, physicality, it's just part of the game. And, you know, when, when the score is is what it, what it was on this trip, uh, you know, the other team's going to be looking for stuff. So, uh you know, maybe it gets me more involved in the game. And last one here, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Jimmy, when you're out there with Jason Spezza, what stands out the most about what he can still bring to the table here at 37? Yeah, I mean, I think I actually said it uh, in training camp or, yeah, right before the season. Uh, I, th- I think he's, you know, ever since I showed up here in November, I've uh, been extremely impressed with him. And, uh, you know, he's just got so much skill and uh, sees the ice so well. I mean, both of the goals tonight were off uh, great feeds from him. But uh, it's funny, I don't know if it was the first game of this trip or or right before we came here. Uh, in the in some of the pre-camp skates, uh, me and him seemed to have a little bit of chemistry. And he was like, let's get that chemistry back. And, uh, you know, it's funny how it worked out. We, uh, we had a really good trip. There is the pride of Harvard himself, uh, Jimmy Vesey. And uh, by far his best game as a Maple Leaf tonight, Gord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No question. No question. And, you know, and Nick, it's very different than Mikheyev that we always noticed what he did positively. And again, not to yeah. dump on Jimmy Vesey because we were doing that with Michael Hutchinson before. And he certainly he certainly proved yes. his way, showed his way and really excelled and good on him. And same with Jimmy Vesey. And I, I think he was being a little bit tempered. In you know where you where you're trying to contribute offense offensively was getting to you. It had to be killing him. It had to be killing him, and he was getting less and less ice time. He'd been given some good chances. He'd been on the second line. He he was taking bad penalties, given some bad pizza giveaways up on top of it. And I think a lot of that would be the confidence and pressing. So absolutely, absolutely, his best game.
Um, and Gord, you know, one thing I mentioned off the top before you joined and hopped on is the fact that, you know, the bigger shocker for me was the Maple Leafs discipline in this series, right? They they only took four minor penalties in three games. And I, I think that's a big uh, thing. If you want to have success against the Oilers, Edmonton, 22 of their 80 goals have come on the power play this season. I think you're when you're not giving that team power play opportunities, you're going to have a really good shot of beating them, right? Yeah, Maple Leafs are two for five tonight. Did, did not yeah. take a penalty, and and uh, it's you know t- to your point, Nick. And this is what was kind of baffling a couple for a couple of years in a row. You remember the Leafs were, were were growing and were becoming a better team, and then they were like the least. They were the worst in the league at drawing penalties. They were like dead last at drawing penalties. And if you are what you think is a more talented team. Uh, because you have that skill, sometimes the other team has no choice but to trip you or hook you or do something like that. Like you, they should have been drawing more penalties, and that's another component, Nick. This year, that to me, they've gone the little things that get to the the the, the next level is exactly that. Because when you go hell bent for leather, like they did all three games, then much like when Connor McDavid's on fire, he, he draws a lot of penalties. But this times it was the Toronto Maple Leafs that were, you know, playing like they had nine or nine Connor McDavid's in the lineup at times. Yeah, Jimmy Vesey, he's the uh, comparable to Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl in this game and in this series. <laughs> Two and one, we'll take that every day of the week and uh, twice on Sunday. But uh, I talk about Austin Matthews. Um, you know, kind of interesting, the Maple Leafs score six goals, a relatively quiet night for the top line. That's great news, I think, if you ask me. Minus one for Austin Matthews, seven shots on goal, played 18-43. Let's hear how he felt. Austin, first game in a week. How did you feel out there? Oh, I felt fine. I think uh, a little bit rusty, but uh, I think after the first period, I, I felt like I had my legs under me. And um, I mean, all in all, uh, great win by the boys. So I think, uh, you know, just an all around team effort. Lots of guys contributed tonight. Uh, Fred Zilla was a beast. And uh, I mean, this is a big win for us. So uh, we'll enjoy this one for sure and move on to uh, Vancouver tomorrow. What do you appreciate about the way TJ Brody defends, especially with the way he uses his stick? Yeah, I just find he, he keeps everything really simple and it, it's just so effective. Um, you know, he he, has, he makes a great first pass. He gives it to the first guy open and, and defensively he's just so sound and solid. And like you said, he's got uh, he's got a great stick and, um, you know, we obviously saw him breaking up a lot of plays tonight. So uh, he's a real key uh, key for us there on the back end. Next up, we'll go to Josh Clipperton, Canadian Press. Go ahead, Josh. Hey, Austin, uh, you obviously know how great Connor is. You watched the last two games and then played in this one. What did the guys do the first two games and then tonight to just limit him so much? I just think uh, just lim- trying to limit his time and space, um, you know, uh, picking him up when he's uh, getting speed in, in the neutral zone or in the D zone. Um, I just thought we did a really good job of picking him up. And I think the biggest part was uh, – was an all-around team effort uh, on everybody's part of just taking care of the puck, especially in the, you know, with their top two guys out there, uh, not feeding the transition because they, uh, you know, they really feed off that, off turnovers, and, and they obviously got so much speed and skill and talent going the other way. So uh, I thought we did a really good job uh, throughout those three, these three games. Jimmy Vesey's taken you know, a lot of heat, and he's also been struggling, obviously. It must be nice to just see him break through in the fourth line in general, provide that much offense. Yeah, Vise is awesome. I mean, he comes in every day and uh, no matter what, um, with a good attitude. And uh, I mean, he's a pleasure to have around the locker room. Everybody really enjoys him. And, um, you know, I think uh, tonight was a big one for him. Uh, I think he's definitely uh, feeling a little bit more relaxed, which is great. And uh, and now he's just going to go out there and play. So that's uh, that's huge. And like I said, we had contributions from, from all four lines today. And uh, it's just great to see. I'm really proud of everybody.
We'll take two more. We'll go to Chris Johnson, Sportsnet. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, so listen, what do you think the teams unlocked or found here where consistency's kind of been there uh, more than we've seen in the past? Uh, sorry, can you repeat that? Uh, what's what has the team found here that that's allowed you to be more consistent this season than than we've seen in years gone by? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I I think uh, just our process. Um, you know, not getting uh, not getting discouraged when things aren't going our way. Just trying to pick uh, pick back up and and get the momentum back on our side. And um, you know, I think when we're really at our best and, and playing really well, like we did our, these last three games. Um, I mean, we're, we're almost just keeping things really simple. Like we, when the play's there to be made, we're making a play, but when it's not, we're just putting it behind the D and we're forward checking well and uh, doing our best to keep, uh, you know, everybody, but especially their top guys on the outside. So, um, you know, like I said, it's a full team effort. Um, our goaltending has been unbelievable these last three games, uh, three different goalies, three phenomenal, phenomenal games. And um, yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's. Uh, I think it's a. It's a really positive step for us, and uh, you know, you got to put this one behind us and uh, move on to the next. And the last one here, we'll go to Kevin McGrand, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Kevin. Austin, my apologies. I'm joining late here due to technical issues, so I missed the first part. I just wanted to know how you felt uh, to play again, and how you felt overall, your own health. I felt fine. It was just nice to be back out there with the boys. Um, you know, I, I really enjoy playing with Jumbo and Mitch. I think we have a lot of fun out there, and we just try to work hard and compete uh, and uh, and just have fun. So it's uh, it's always a pleasure going out there and just playing. And, uh, you know, like I said, it was just fun to be back in, uh, in action again. There's Austin Matthews. Gord, I would wager he doesn't know everybody's first name on the team. Would you agree? Fred Zilla. <laughs> I love that jumbo. Yeah, yeah. They hang. They hang so much together. Him and Freddie Anderson have for quite a while. And they were the, you know, they were the two mystery guys, the two big injury guys, and they're back tonight. I, I just, I just like hearing the, the the world, the Leaf world, Leaf Nation is just a better place, and all is right when you're hearing Austin Matthews chat after a game. Yeah. That is uh, for certain, and him playing, which is excellent news as well. Back in the lineup, uh, ditto for Frederick Anderson. That that was even crazier in this three-game series. They won all three games with three different goalies, you know, from one to third string. I was hoping for maybe Joseph Wall tomorrow. You just never know in this in this world we live in in 2021. But Frederick Frederick Anderson, excuse me, returns makes 26 saves. Let's hear what he said post game. Freddie, first game in 10 days, I believe. Just how did you feel out there tonight? Uh, I felt pretty good. I think uh, working, uh, yeah, working hard to get back, and and obviously in the last few days, uh, felt like I was uh, inching uh, closer to get uh, to get back, and uh, yeah, I felt pretty good right away. And um, the guys did a good job of just uh, keeping them to the outside after uh, in the first period, especially, and and taking it to them a little bit more, and that was uh, that was helpful. Next up, we'll go to Kevin McGrane, Toronto Star. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, two questions for you there, Freddie. First off, how happy were you for uh, Jack and Hutch uh, to get the wins, get the shutouts uh, coming into this game? Yeah, that was awesome. Like, uh, I think I touched on a little bit before. Just, uh, just happy, happy to see them do well, and and obviously shut it, shut down a, a really, really good offensive team, and that's uh, obviously great. Uh, I really, I like the way we played, and and obviously it was great to see them make uh, make the big saves uh, when they're when they're called upon, and and obviously. Especially Supi being being out for a while, it's great to see him be back and Hachi playing a little bit and playing uh, playing well. So that's uh, that's great to see have uh, that we have uh, some good goals to, to support each other. I know though. Speaking of that, I know that uh, the schedule hasn't because of injuries. It hasn't really worked out the way maybe you planned, but maybe the rest of the way 
there'll be nights where um, Jack will play, Hutch will back up, and you'll get a complete day off. Um, is that really good for a goalie's recovery when you play a stretch of games and then get a full day off when everybody else is playing? Or? Yeah, I think more so, too, that you you know in practice you can work on things you want to work on. Obviously, the NHL season normally is pretty tough, but but this year it's even more difficult and more more of a challenge to, to get in good practices. So I think that's that's an, a nice thing you can use your mind. You can you can work really hard on that morning skate and knowing uh, you can really get uh, yeah get some some good work in on certain things you haven't had time to. So that's uh, I think that's just the benefit of having uh, having three goalies rolling. And last one here, we'll go to James Myrtle, the athletic. Go ahead, James. Hi, Freddie. Uh, from your vantage point, what looks differently with the team in front of you in terms of how they're playing defensively? I think I think the three games here is a good good example that that we score a lot and, and still wanted to to not give up anything and, and we're not really we're not just satisfied with with leads and and winning uh, winning a couple of games we want to keep uh, keep suffocating them and, and not uh, not really give them anything and really yeah show how good we can be uh, for for sixty minutes uh, every night so that's uh, that's really good to see I think that's just uh, I think it shows a little bit we're maturing in, in that regard and just kind of pushing each other to, to set a, st- a higher standard. Trust us when we say this, Gord. Um, Freddie Anderson is excited to be back with the Maple Leafs lineup, right? <laughs> he is. He is. Like I said, he's the guy, if you chatted with him at a party, you think he was having a boring time. But he's yeah, not. He, he's just chill. There's nothing wrong with that. Freddie Anderson, 26 saves in this game. I'm intrigued to see who they start tomorrow night, but we'll find out tomorrow game. Of course, we'll have right here on Sportsnet 590 The Fan, beginning with Leafs Nation pregame at 9.30. So uh, look out for that. But for now, we'll hit the break. Our final one of the night. Other side, we'll hear from Sheldon Keefe. A 6-1 win here for the Maple Leafs in Edmonton. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. After a meal like that, you deserve a little dessert. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. All right, time to wrap up Leafs Nation post game after another win in Edmonton. This time by a score of six to one, outscoring the Edmonton Oilers in a three game set, thirteen to one. Nick Alberga and Gord Stelic with you. Let's hear now from Sheldon Keefe. You uh, summarize the three games against Edmonton and the fact you really don't have much time to enjoy it with the game tomorrow morning. I mean, obviously, we feel really good about the results in and how we handled leads, how we built leads. Just a lot of really good things uh, come out of this uh, this series here for us. And we knew coming in, we were playing against a very good team that was, you know, you know as, as hot or hotter than any team in the NHL and coming with lots of confidence. So, uh, you know, for us to get results like this, it's a really good and healthy sign. But, yeah, as you say, as much as we'd love to, to sit and, and uh, enjoy this one, you know, we're, we're off to the plane and off to Vancouver. Next up, we'll go to Kevin McGrand trying to start. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, Coach, I'm not exactly sure what your precise expectations of a guy like Jimmy VC was coming into this season, but I'm sure he would say he'd like to have scored more than he has. How happy, what have you thought of his performance of late and how happy were you for him to uh, get a couple tonight? Yeah, it's happy for him. You know, it's great. It's great for us to get production down the lineup like that. Uh, Obviously, when you're getting that, that's when you know you know things are are really going well for your team. Um, but yeah, I think it's good for his confidence. 
you know, I think he's he has the ability to to score. Uh, you know, I think he you know he's in good spots. You know, and then finishes his chance in, in both opportunities. Um, you know, so that's that's really good to see uh, for him. You know, we were trying to got involved in the power play there and, and trying to see if we could get him a third one, but um, yeah, really good for his confidence to to get it to go in tonight. Next up, we'll go to Mark Masters, TSN. Go ahead, Mark. Hi, Sheldon. Uh, how did you feel Austin and, and Freddie looked and fared as, as they returned to the lineup tonight? Yeah, I thought they're fine. Well, first, Fred, I thought was was really good. Uh, looked strong, moved well, looked confident in the net. Um, you know, even you know we had breakdowns and we were on our heels a little bit at different times through the second and third and and at the start of the game. Uh, he was really good for us. You know, so that's that's obviously a very good sign. I mean, to get three strong performances from three different goaltenders against a team like this, uh, I mean that. that uh, I mean, that says a lot about our goaltending depth, first of all, and all the three guys individually played well, but also says a lot about the team playing in front of them. Good times in Leafsland. Of course, that was Sheldon Keefe breaking down another win here in Edmonton. Gore does the Maple Leafs now move on to Vancouver, another team they've smacked around this season. Uh, yeah, Vancouver, the whole world of hurt. They had the 4 nothing shutout, but then lost again. And I know we'll talk more about it tomorrow before the game, but we'll get to talk about the games. But how about tonight, Zach Parisi, a healthy scratch in oh. Minnesota, the uh, era of healthy scratches. So that is surprise. Sheldon Keefe really hasn't pulled a surprise healthy scratch like that. I don't think he really needs to. What did you think of Alex Ovechkin nailing uh, Trent Frederick in the uh, Jeff Blairs? Uh, worth a suspension. I saw your tweet about oh. it. And uh, I really thought Chase on too at the end of last game, you know, just because of the twenty-minute mark. And yeah, I don't, I don't like seeing guys like Alexander Ovechkin being suspended, but definitely, definitely worth a suspension. Oh, it just, you know, males in general were like, my goodness, <laughs> that's a tough one. I don't know why you like to go that route, but Gordo, I uh, can't wait to get back at it on Thursday night for Leafs Nation pregame starting at nine thirty. It's the Maple Leafs and the Canucks, and uh, hopefully they can continue this going here. Yeah, uh, yeah, boy, the the juggernaut, the good train leaf. What, what can I say? Three, three perfect games in Edmonton against the Oilers. Unbelievable! A six-one win here against Edmonton. Back at it tomorrow night against the Vancouver Canucks. Many thanks to Luke Fox, Sam McKee, Danielle Furtado, Kyle Norris for Gord Stellick. I'm Nick Alberga. Thanks so much for listening.